save the king. Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the King. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, and I'm feeling festive. It's our final episode before Christmas. I'm wearing my Christmas jumper, my Christmas earrings, my sparkly headband, hatband situation. And rather than Christmas Grinch, Russell Myers, I am joined by lovely, sparkly Jennifer Newton, Royal Features Writer on the Mirror website. So, Jen, lovely to have you have you with us today. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Are you feeling Christmassy and sparkly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't quite have the Christmas jumper and the headband like yourself, but I'd say the the colour is a bit festive. That I'm wearing. No, yeah, yeah, very festive. Yeah, yeah. very <laughs> festive. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday before Christmas, and um, I guess the royals must be feeling quite festive now as well because they had their festive lunch yesterday. Yeah, so the festive lunch was um, yesterday at Windsor Castle. So this is the big kind of bash that they have um, each year. Um, where it's the extended family so those that aren't fortunate to get the invite aren't fortunate enough to get the invite to Sandringham can um, all come together and they all have um, a nice festive lunch at, uh, and was it Windsor, Windsor Castle so yeah I'm sure they all had a had a really nice time I'm sure there was lots of turkey wine and that sort of thing so yeah really nice. We're obviously used to seeing them all arrive through the gates at Buckingham Palace and yeah. you know, driving in in the cars and spotting who's who and, and whatnot and um, you know it felt, I don't know, we didn't get to see quite as much yesterday because they were having it at Windsor. Yeah, I think that was the main reason why, you know, you might think, oh, well, maybe there was it wasn't as big. I don't think it was the fact that it wasn't as big, but it was at Windsor. And I don't think the opportunities to get for the photographers to get the pictures are as maybe good at Windsor as they would be at Buckingham Palace. Obviously, we didn't get a picture of William and Kate arriving with the kids. I would have guessed they would have been there, but because they already live at Windsor, that's why we probably didn't get a picture of them arriving because they would use a, I don't know the geography of Windsor, but I'm guessing a private road rather than on the public road. So, yeah. yeah. A, bit more, a few more people already on site. I mean, in some ways, it makes more sense to do it yeah. out of town, easier for the people who are travelling from, you know, I mean, Edward and Sophie don't live far away from there. Very, no, exactly. very easy for them to get to. And London's quite busy this time of year, isn't it? So, yeah, maybe the traffic wasn't great. <laughs> so it was just a bit, a little bit disappointing, maybe. I yeah, think. yeah. From a from a Royal Watcher perspective, I suppose it was because we didn't see them and you know get to see what outfits they were wearing and that sort of thing. But I'm sure they all had a lovely time, regardless. I hope so. Some silly, some silly games, and you know, I guess it's that thing of you know last year probably the traditions carried on a bit more normal, and it felt important to do the thing that was the same because there'd been so much other change maybe and then this year maybe feel people feel more able to start changing things it'd be interesting to see who is at Sandringham does everybody go there or do they feel the liberty to go you know go spend it with the in-laws this year instead of with the that family so yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see exactly who is there at Sandringham? Because, you know, we forget that they all have other families that aren't royal and who I'm sure want to spend Christmas with them as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who's there um, and who's who was there last year, maybe not there this year. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll find out soon enough on Christmas Day. And the Christmas lunch, I mean, traditionally at Buckingham Palace is quite a big deal. I was reading back on um, some of the things that Mike Tyndall has said about yeah. it previously, about, you know, there being sort of seven big tables, about 70 people, separate separate lunch for the kids so that the you know they can have fun and mayhem presumably and the adults can have that have their own fun and mayhem without the children involved and um 
yeah, and I'm enjoying Mike Tyndall's occasional little um, glimpses into, I guess, the lighter side of royal life and the personalities yeah. of people. And yeah. he's, um, I mean, Zara thinks he might be in a bit of trouble for what he said on the podcast this week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I think like this year, all we've talked about is like royal bombshells, which is true. There has been a lot. But yeah, I think this the one he um, revealed this week was a bit of a bombshell about uh, William's, William's nickname, One Pint Willie. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody wants to be called One Point, Pint Willie. No, no, I don't think it's the most flattering nickname he could have chosen. But yeah, it, it is quite funny. Yeah. And it was a really great podcast. I don't know if you, um, you listened to it, actually. It was a podcast called Seven. Um, it's with former... Rugby league legend Rob Burrow, and then um, yeah, he was on there with Zara talking about a whole a whole multitude of things. It's and it's quite a fun listen actually. It's not very long, but yeah, they also revealed their nicknames for each other. I don't know if you heard about that one. Share to share. So apparently they call each other Munchkins, which is quite. <laughs> and I think Zara was also revealing a little bit of what she has him in in her phone as. Phone as, yeah, yeah. She said something. She didn't reveal the exact word, but she said something kitten. So. You can let your imagination <laughs> see what the uh, what the first word is, yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, so Rob Burrow is a former rugby league player who is um, suffering from motor neurone disease and is doing incredible campaigning work, um, raising visibility about that. And I enjoyed them talking as well about um, whether he should he should do the King's speech one year because we have so we have the, always have the King's speech on Christmas. Well, not always. I mean, traditionally for yeah. a very long time, it's been the Queen's speech. Queen, yeah. Now the King's speech, but there is an alternative Christmas message which is always delivered on on Channel Four by by somebody different when somebody yeah. yeah a non-royal message and definitely um he would be a great shout to do that to do that one year yeah definitely yeah um what are some of the other traditions that you enjoy among the royals at christmas um well obviously we all like to see them go to church on christmas morning i i don't know i think that's always a thing like even before i did this job you'd always wake up on christmas open your presents and then you know stick the news on for five minutes to see them walk into church and see what they were wearing and you know what what they were doing that sort of thing so I always do like to see that um but I also quite like that they um I was reading about that this this week that when they all arrive at Sandringham on Christmas Eve they all get there you know get settled in get them to get to their rooms and then they all have an afternoon tea which I don't know it just sounds really lovely like an afternoon tea on Christmas Eve big fan of afternoon tea yeah I'm a big fan of afternoon tea so that's I think that's why that caught my eye and then it's later on that night about 6 p.m they all gather around and they they do the present exchange which is obviously the the German tradition coming in so yeah they get to get their presents early which is quite nice yeah yeah. might help the children sleep a little better as well because yeah yeah I think Santa Claus still does come for the children though later that night but yeah they get to have some presents on there on Christmas Eve, and then the adults had have a formal dinner party in the evening, which also sounds nice. So it does sound like it's a lot of food, though, because even though an afternoon tea doesn't sound like a lot of food, when you have one, you are quite full after. And if they have that at three pm or something like that, and then they're going to have a formal dinner at eight pm, that's a <laughs> that's a lot of food. I think I think all of the eating is one of the bits of royal life I could really buy into, though. Yeah, no, we def- definitely, yeah. <laughs> this sounds tremendous. Are there yeah. any bits of royal Christmas that you're a bit like that doesn't really work for me? That just sounds weird and not a lot of fun. I mean, it's a slightly peculiar royal thing that they do. No, I think it. I think it sounds. I think it sounds lovely, but in theory. But at the same time, 
they don't really seem to have, I mean, I don't know because I've never been there, but it doesn't seem like they have a lot of time to just, you know, laze around in their pajamas or their comfort <laughs> clothes. So, and I enjoy that at Christmas as well. And, you know, just watch some TV and eat some, you know, quality streets for celebrations. So I don't know if there's a lot of time for that Royal Christmas. So I suppose I'd miss that if I, if I was lucky enough to be invited to one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see who we do see at um, Sandringham this year. It was a really expanded family last year. You know, Edo's um, son, Beatrice's stepson was there as well. So, you know, it's a proper everybody open arms welcome, really. I mean, aside from the Sussexes, uh, yeah. who we're not expected to see this year either. Um, but we did see we did see Megan this week. Making yeah, a, we did. a little yeah. appearance in a in a instagram or you know a, a little advert for clever blends one of the brands that she's been investing in yeah i thought it was quite good publicity for the brand to get her into that and we know that she's an investor in it as well so she stands to benefit so i think it's kind of a win-win situation for both of them you know both both it's a it's a, it's a good situation for both the brand and for megan and i know they said it was a return to acting for her but i don't know if it was a proper acting job or not I think that was a bit well, she was an extra and yeah, she, did no, some, she, she did some stuff she was packing some yeah. boxes and doing a high five and you yeah. know this kind of thing I was she was almost like you know did you used to have those books when you were little with the Osborne duck that kept popping up in each page and you had to try and spot it so she all was right, just yeah, there yeah. through all of the different scenes yeah. and it's just like a spotter in the different ones yeah but I guess the thing I thought it's like well maybe she's she's quite sort of Maybe she's like Dragon's Den-ish in her investments. That's the TV show here where people, you know, you go bid and get the investment from people with more money than you who sort of buy into your business. But part of what you're buying into is kind of their ongoing, or what you're getting as well as that money is their ongoing support and expertise yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never thought of that. It is very Dragon's Den, isn't it? Because that's what they say on Dragon's Den when they give you an investment where we'll help you with, you know promotion or whatever and I suppose that's one thing that Megan De- definitely can lend to that brand is help with promotion and getting the brand's name out there so yeah. One of the other signs that Christmas is on the way is the Royal Variety performance we obviously saw the pictures a little while back of William and Kate arriving and then you know greeting all the various performers and share and all this all of this um, you know some really big big names and interesting people always there and then it was shown on TV at the weekend I haven't yet caught up with it but I know you've had a chance to to watch it what did you make of it all yeah I, I watched it I've got to say I know you talked about this I think uh, last week or the previous week but um, I did love the dress that Kate wore for the Royal Variety performance because I think in the past you know even where it's been a bit sparkly and that sort of thing but it was it wasn't that sort of dress but it was still glam but it was I think it was just very sophisticated which is what I really I liked about it but yeah I thought it was quite interesting watching the Royal Variety performance this because the when it was filmed the day it was filmed was when all of that drama was exploding around Endgame and that sort of thing but when you saw the clips when you know the camera would pan to them when they were you know reacting to the performances and whatever and um, I don't think you would ever have known that there was all this drama surrounding them at the time it was it was they looked pretty um they look pretty relaxed and they, they seem to be enjoying it. And uh, yeah, William was especially cracking up. It was, it's some jokes by the comedian, Tom Allen. It, he was joking about how, you know, these websites you want make you prove you're not a robot. And he was literally wiping tears from his eyes. So yeah, he obviously wasn't letting whatever drama was going on outside of that affect, affect, his, uh, affect his night. And he had a good time, it seems. 
Kate was quite impressed by some of the singing, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. Hannah Hannah Waddingham, she gave a great performance. And uh, yeah, she was seen turning to someone saying, oh, that was amazing. And that was fantastic. And yeah, I think I think they did. They did seem to enjoy it. Yeah. Very nice when you've had a really stressful day and all the world around you is mayhem to just go and sit in a nice in a nice box probably yeah and just be you know nobody can talk to you for a bit you can't talk to anybody and you've just got people entertaining and like trying to make you laugh Uh, yeah and enjoy yourself and that kind of like release of all of that nervous energy and tension being able to just I can understand that you maybe things felt a little bit funnier because you really needed that feeling at the end of the day for William yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And there's some more um, Christmas TV, Royal Christmas TV to look forward to as well. We've got the Christmas Eve carol service. The, um, we've seen, seen the pictures already of um, and the little video of uh, various royals, including the little, oh, I keep wanting to call them little Cambridges. Little Waleses sounds a little yeah. bit funny. <laughs> like yeah. Some kind of swimming around in the ocean. But uh, <laughs> Uh, so the Westminster Abbey um, carol service that's on Christmas Eve on ITV and then there's the documentary on um, Boxing Day on the BBC of Charles III the coronation year so yeah what do you what do you make of those two things coming up? Yeah it's I kind of feel like Christmas Eve Christmas Day Boxing Day we're not going to see the royals off our TV in in the UK here because yeah like you say Christmas Eve the uh, the royal carol concert with Kate um yeah, I think that seems to be from the, the teaser clips I've seen for that. It's going to be quite a festive, nice, heartwarming watch for Christmas Eve. And then, yeah, Boxing Day, this uh, documentary, Charles III, the coronation. Yeah, so it, it seems like a camera crew have followed Charles and Camilla. And apparently as well, William and Kate during the last year, some of some of the most more high-profile moments, which obviously the coronation was the most high-profile. And, yeah, some of the teaser clips for it look quite fun. We've seen... Charles and Camilla come back to like Buckingham Palace after the coronation and everyone's clapping them and giving them kisses. And then there was like some coronation rehearsal snippets as well. And the one where Charles got the um, the robe on and he's like joking, saying I can fly, which is which is quite <laughs> sweet. And yeah, I think I think it'll be quite an interesting one to watch. And I've heard on the grapevine, if you're a royal fan, you don't want to miss it. It's, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for the documentary. It looks really um I don't know, like, you know, the coronation was such a grand, serious, yeah. momentous thing. You know, think about all of that music rising up and, and all of that. But looking at, at it in the rehearsals, and actually it looked like they had, I mean, it might have been nerves because yeah. there's this massive momentous thing <laughs> coming, but it looked like they had quite a lot of fun in a lot of ways in the yeah, rehearsals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think as well, like I know we've talked about this before, is this documentary another way that it shows that the royal family are opening up a little bit more than the Queen would have? Like I can't imagine seeing footage of the late Queen laughing and joking and having rehearsing. I don't know. I think it just yeah, I think it's shown how under Charles, I think they might be a bit more open to letting us in a little bit more. Like he's sort of done some of this documentary stuff a little bit over the years yeah. previously. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So he's used to sharing it a bit. But no, it did look yeah. um it does look a really interesting watch. And I, I thought it was also really um sweet in the trailer talking to Frankie Tadori, brilliant jockey, about you know, remembering 
his mama who'd won the race and uh, you know how sort of that lovely moment there and the, there are all those places you know everybody's got this when they've lost someone there are those places and those times which will always remind you of that person hopefully in a you know hopefully in a happy way those ones and those are things that you really um treasure so it's uh, be very interesting to see what we um what we learn about about the coronation on boxing day and um yeah we will be back in the new year to talk about that one and all the royal christmas things next year uh, next year next week there will be our royal review of the year which i recorded earlier this week with russell and with his boss alison phillips editor of the mirror so that was a really um it was a really fun session and we hope you all enjoy that next week we haven't finished this one just yet there is more to come but um while we're talking about our review of the year jen who is your royal of the year do you think we put russell and alison and i we picked our royals of the year and i don't want you to have to miss out <laughs> um oh that's quite a good question isn't it um well i suppose because it was his year and his coronation you kind of I think I'd have to go with King Charles because, yeah, just because, yeah, the coronation was just such a good event and it got everyone together and that sort of thing. And I think he's had, you know, a a good year in terms of, I think the support's still there for him. And I think he's had some good, you know, overseas trips, like the trip to France and Germany and Kenya, they've all gone off really well. So, yeah, I think he can be happy. So. Yeah, maybe I'll go for King Charles. Good, good option. Good option. <laughs> I like it. Um, some other bits and pieces of news from over the last week. Camilla, I mean, she's she's doing what all the kill kids do. She's launching a podcast for the reading yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. I think this is quite a good idea. I think the the idea of um, her reading room it lends itself quite well to a podcast. So yeah, I'll be quite interested to see. Um, what it's like and how often we hear her actually on the podcast as well yeah that'd be the most interesting thing like how involved and how often she she takes part in it um I did enjoy her cutting the cake with the sword last week as well she was visiting a mouse in Bristol which is a um supports people who are um homeless I think and yeah it reminded me of that time I think it was down in Cornwall for the G7 when the the queen at the age was saying, "Well, there is there is a knife, ma'am." She's like, "No, this is a lot more fun and unusual." So yeah, yeah. cutting a cake with a sword—it's a good uh, good life ambition, I think. Do you put the sword in the dishwasher after? I don't know how you get the clean after. <laughs> well, that one had 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 a go at cutting a cake earlier in the in the okay. week. I think it's the, the yeah. Lord Lieutenant of Bristol had used it to cut a her seventieth birthday cake a few days oh. before. So it's a a well practiced cake. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounded like a really nice visit as well, and I enjoyed. Um, they gave her, they gave her two wooden dog bowl holders that had been made by um, by a mouse Merseyside, so a different branch of the charity, uh, made using wood sourced from broken bed frames that would have gone into landfill otherwise. That's a great. Uh, I'm sure Charles would be very approving of that. And I also enjoyed her going going shopping in the charity shop and getting a a, a pre loved Christmas plate. So there's a little bit of uh, something different coming to the Highgrove or Sandringham or somewhere Christmas table this year. Yeah, um, I hope they use it at Sandringham this year. Yeah. Be lovely. Yeah. And William had a flying visit to Kuwait as well to go do, you know, royal duties after the death of an emir. And 
obviously that's a duty thing and it's an important thing to do and you know but it did make me think like you can drop everything to go do that but when the lionesses get to the final in australia didn't go was it yeah do you think the same you know what that exact thought had crossed my mind as well i mean i know you could i know you can argue that this like you say it, it was duty and it was something you had to do but yeah it did make me think well could you not have done the same to go and to go to australia earlier in the year yeah I, I i've got to agree i did i did think that i'm not not to take away from that what he did earlier in the week i think that was really important as well but yeah it 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 does make you think why couldn't he have done that earlier in the year yeah and he i mean he did write a you know a w signed tweet or x or message on that twitter type platform yeah um to mary Earp after she'd won bbc sports personality of the year so you know bbc sports personality of the year again it's one of those end of season christmas is coming big moments and uh mary Earp's goalkeeper for the lionesses this year played brilliantly um you know won a kind of a big row as well because they weren't they weren't going to release a goalkeeping you know a goalkeeper replica shirt for sale you know you can get a goalkeeper replica shirt in the men's kit and they weren't going to do one for the women's and everyone said hang on a minute and they did release one for her and it went you know wild obviously because I think she's a bit of a cult hero and she won she won spotty and William did send a nice message to congratulate her yeah yeah I thought it was it was quite good I mean there had been a little bit of controversy shall we say about her win but yeah I think his uh his message was you know was good and it cemented the fact that she did in my opinion deserve the award so yeah I think it was a good message about that for, for William he just said yeah hugely well deserved Mary yeah. congratulations exclamation mark so yes well done Mary congratulations um and yeah uh, we look forward to seeing what she does next um one other lovely thing that was shared on the Wales's Twitter this week was a real throwback picture. I don't think you even call it a throwback picture, a childhood picture of Kate. Yes. Yeah, so this was to promote her Christmas carol concert on Christmas Eve, which is going to have the theme of um, supporting the early years, you know, people who were involved in um, looking after children, that sort of thing. And uh, yes, yeah, you she shared a picture of her from Christmas 1983. So I think that was just before her second birthday and um, sitting at the Christmas table in this, you know, really cute little little dress with, I don't know if you know, she was wearing a little beaded necklace as well, which I thought was really sweet. Um, and yeah, as soon as, as soon as they posted that, the comments on um, after it was posted on Twitter were just flooded with, this just looks like Prince Louis as a, as a kid. And it it is incredible when you look at the pictures of Prince Louis when he was around the same age of how much he looks like his mum. It's very, a very cute picture. And we look forward to hopefully seeing lots more cute festive pictures over the Christmas season. The thing I particularly liked in that picture was the little um, candle angel turny around the ornament because I managed to find one in a charity shop at the weekend for like two pounds and surprised my husband with it that was like yeah I've got one of those now as well people were also um commenting on the placemats on the table (laughs) as well there's quite a few comments saying um oh we had those placemats I'm sure they were from M&S so yeah (laughs) I quite quite like that sort of thing because it's you know everyone had the same nostalgic like throwback like 
tableware and decoration. So yeah, I thought that was quite fun too. Very relatable. What are you doing yeah. for your Christmas, Jen? Have you got something nice planned? Are you going to be Are you going to be working and telling us all I'm about what the Royals be, are yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be working on Christmas Day, watching the um the Sandringham walk and the the King's speech. But yeah, I'll I'll be having a a nice time in London after that. So yeah, very good. All right, well, listeners, do tune in to the Mirrors website on Christmas Day and over the Christmas season generally to see Jen's fine work. I'm sure Russell will be filing. Um, filing stories as well to keep you updated on all of the royals christmas festivities um jen it's been great hanging out with you today and thank all of the times we've hung out this year as well have a really lovely christmas listeners thank you for hanging out with us today as well and i hope you have a really lovely christmas wherever you are spending it and whether you're having afternoon tea and a fancy dinner or lazing around in your pajamas um i wish you a very lovely festive season Pod save the king